cream, and in 2021, I got the chance to interview the legendary Shushu. For over 20 years, Shushu has broken barriers in the experimental indie and punk scene, with Jamie Stewart shining as an icon for artists who violently refuse to be labeled. Shushu has smashed around genres and dissected gender politic debates along the way. With a signature radical camp vulnerability mixed with sick cynicism, Shushu never fails at leaving you with the best bad taste. Let's visit Shushu's world, together. Bill, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm okay. Um, you're in LA right now? Mm -hmm. It's so impressive you can breathe underwater. <laughs> you often talk about provocative subjects like abortion, sexuality, and politics, like super raw, but in kind of violent terms sometimes. And when you perform and you see the audience singing these lyrics back to you and like singing along with your angst, like how does that feel? I mean, on, on one hand, it's none of our business how people react, and we absolutely want people to react in the way that is the most real for them. I wouldn't necessarily say it's therapeutic, but it, it definitely allows me to kind of get through the world in a more constructive way. But it, it's not like it doesn't make it disappear. It's not like singing those events sort of frees me from yeah. those feelings, but writing songs about those types of things um, is a way to turn that negative energy in, into something else other than just, you know, the horror of what it actually is. Also, like your music, it touches like topics like family and politics and love and suicide and how they're all connected. And it, for me, there was like this melancholic strength in this album. And uh, I wanted to know a little bit about your inspiration. Just right before we started working on the record, uh, in, a, in a pretty short period of time, I had a number of people that I was very close to personally and professionally, uh, just for lack of a better description, fuck me over. and pretty brutal ways. And that's what it essentially led me to have a nervous breakdown when I said before I had to cancel some tours. It was just, I just couldn't deal with that amount of negative stress. And um, Sure. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of like a, you know, I'm a nut on a good day. So, you know, when there's <laughs> external stress, I just don't deal with it super well.
Right after all that happened, a lot of people that I didn't expect to hear from and a lot of people interested in the band and some close friends took great pains to check in on me and make sure that I was doing okay. So, I mean, al although the, my brain exploding was brought on by people treating me badly, uh, so many more people showed me a tremendous amount of, uh, of thoughtfulness and, and kindness immediately afterwards. And it, you know, it, it helped me get my back together very, very, very quickly, a lot more quickly than seeing it shrink did. Um, so the idea of doing things with duets came from trying to, I mean, I, like doing something with somebody else was a way to try to create a symbol for saying, of, of gratitude for the people that were being so uh, uh, careful and, and, and sweet with me at that time.
has your songwriting changed from the beginning of your career to now? Uh, I well, when we when we first started, we were had kind of a hard and fast rule about only writing about very specific real events. Um, and that's something that we still definitely do. Um, but as, as time went on, uh, I, mean, I don't know, there's no delicate way to say this. I just basically got into psychedelic drugs.
my dad was a drug addict, so I was always very afraid to try any stuff. So, you know, as a teenager and as a young person, I never, you know, when you normally get into those things, I never checked them out. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, and, you know, fairly late in life, you know, I started exploring those things. And, uh, you know, and it just, I kind of became more interested in uh, subconscious ideals or sort of, uh, you know, Par- parallel, yeah, nice. <laughs> you know, yeah. parallel existences and and dreams and you know, the uh, black magic and things like that. So, you know, the other world, the door to the other dimension opened up in you. <laughs>
well-known for your eccentric and fascinating covers of like the Smiths, Nina Simone, Pussycat Dolls. Uh, have you ever met Morrissey or Nicole Scherzinger? Or oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to meet Morrissey now. I mean, he was my hero for such a long time. And now, obviously, he's become a fairly reprehensible figure. And it's, you know, it's, it's difficult. I, I mean, I know a lot of people don't feel this way, but it's really hard for me to listen to music of somebody that I know is a horrendous person it's ruined a lot of bands for me because i like reading music biographies and learning about music history and you know there'll be something and then i realized this you know person who makes fantastic records is a complete pile of crap as a human and obviously morrissey has you know betrayed a lot of the politics that he inspired initially so it's tough i would like to have met him 10 years ago but i don't think i'd like to meet him now <laughs> i would love to meet any member of the pussycat dolls <laughs> okay that's on the record Your band has gone through so many ebbs and flows, and you are at the nucleus, and now Angela is an incarnation. And you are like this icon for people who violently refuse to be labeled. And uh, can you like give kind of some advice to like the these producers and musicians that are coming up on how to like uh, kind of reject being put into boxes and to stay true to themselves and their uh, spirit? Well, that's a very nice thing that you say. Thank you. Um, well, it depends. Follow this advice at your own risk because it is not good career advice. Um, <laughs> depending on what you want your musical career to be like, uh, there's you know there's there's two things that I've to varying degrees of success I've always tried to hold on to, and one of them is. Uh, would have your motivation for making music be to try to give something to somebody else and not not to be pleasing you know uh it's, you know not trying to get over and you know and try to do what you think other people will like you know but what other people will like more often than not is a genuine expression of what is important to you and you know being honest with who you are is in music you know can be a means of being of service to other people So it's kind of a you know a choice that you want to make. Do you want to take things too far all of the time? Um, and in in doing that, maybe 
Jesus, sorry. The choice becomes, do you want to become, uh, you know, have maybe more people like what you're doing well enough? Or do you want to have a small number of people deeply attached to what you're doing? Just be honest about what you genuinely want to do and really go for it. If you genuinely want to become a pop star and do stuff that is fine, but that a lot of people like, if that's what's meaningful for you, then knuckle down and do it and don't pretend to be anything else. Um, but if, uh, you know, if doing things that are, if, if being hugely popular is not important to you, but being, uh, having your music be experienced in a deeper way, then be totally honest with yourself that that's okay with you and accept the fact that probably not a ton of people are going to be into what you're doing. <laughs>